Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. Bailey and I are here, my co-host. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Recharge the Soul. This is Ann, and we literally just arrived and we are, of course, in bed again. <laughs> but we're not, we're in a new bed. We're, well, actually, we're revisiting a bed that we've been in before because we are now in Sayulita getting ready for Recharge the Soul retreat coming up. We actually have two this month of March. We're so excited. And yeah, we landed in Sayulita and seriously it feels like a time warp oh my gosh it feel it's so crazy uh, what a difference um a place can make and uh, and then it's also wild to think about the fact that within six hours of us traveling that we could be in a completely different world practically it feels like a different world we went to dinner at one of our favorite places in Sayulita and it, it was so strange because this guy started, um, was that a fiddle? What was he, what was he playing, babe? There was it a was, flute? It was a flute and then it was like. What was it? I, it was a some, banjo? It was or? some sort of um, unique string instrument. So they were playing and we were, and it's like everywhere you go, there's music on the corners all over the place. People are playing saxophone and people are singing and. So right where we were having dinner, there was the, there was this guy on the string instrument and then another guy on a flute. And then all of a sudden behind me, it sounded like there was a, like birds were chirping, like they were singing along with them. And I was, I was like, oh, that must be like piped in or something. Like there must be a speaker behind me. And literally I look up and I see a couple of birds in the trees and they were singing along with this guy. And I'm like, where are we? Like, what is going on? <laughs> this is so magical and and crazy because we were just in Sacramento in the morning. It's just, it's mind-blowing to me. And the last time that we were here was in November. And I was talking with you about this today. I was like, it's wild to think about how much has changed since then. And not just changed, but how much has happened and has transpired. And it's it's just so inspiring. Mm-hmm. We were, I was talking to one of our mentors slash um, people that we go to for advice. And and I, we, I felt like we were on hold over the holidays. And then she, she was telling us that, you know, around the end of January, uh, not the end of January, end of February, beginning of March, everything will open up and you'll know exactly what direction. Like we solid, we are solidly knowing we want to do retreats, but we know that we need to offer more because people after retreat are needing, um, needing support and wanting to continue to grow and how just tapping into the, all of the 
teachings and workshops and things that we taught them and then they go back into the real world so we need to find to find ways to give them to support give them support so it was really very cool because we started our online community and I just got a really firm yes I intuitively about doing that and that's exactly what um what we were being told is that we're going to know exactly what direction to go in with all of the other things. Retreats are always a big fat, what, Bailey? Yes. Yes, a big fat yes. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh. And then the support things are Bailey's getting her life coaching. I am a life coach. And I was thinking, is this path I really want to continue? And I absolutely have to say hell to the yes. I love life coaching. And I really love our online community. I love the way the women support each other. It's just, it's inspiring. It inspires me. We have an amazing, amazing Mm -hmm. group online. And yeah, it's been the first month that we've launched it. Mm -hmm. And it's just so funny how, how we, and not just we, but also the ladies that are in it, how we almost like mag magnetized towards each other because we really wanted um an engaging like uplifting group like we wanted everybody to show up for themselves not just another one of those online groups where you buy it and then it's kind of like all right like after a week you kind of forget about it we want it to really be something that people can tap into and and find a little bit of if not a lot a bit of light and encouragement and growth and so it's just yeah it gives me goosebumps to think about this first month in that online group and then just to see yeah I just feel I almost feel overwhelmed just because now stepping back into Sayulita and we haven't been here in so long so I kind of felt forgot what the energy felt like and this past week I was kind of just really feeling like I was having to watch my mindset in Sacramento um, and was kind of feeling myself going into a little bit more of gloominess that I haven't experienced in quite some time. And so it was just, it's just so interesting now being here and just how different the energy can be. And how impactful on our mindset it can be. It's just and really it, incredible. You know, so just notice where you are and then notice how you feel and then when you think about when you went somewhere that you just felt really lighter is a way kind of right and happier and just in flow exactly that's what I was actually thinking about today before we were going to record this when we're walking I was I was really wanting to talk about this in this episode because Sayulita always reminds me whenever I'm here it it I feel like it lights me up and I always tell myself um, that I'm going to go where my soul lights up. And that's going to be the footprints. And that's going to be the, not footprints, that's going to be the path I'm going to follow. So I'm just going to see where I light up. And if I don't light up somewhere, if it doesn't feel right, then I'm going to continue stepping in the direction where I am lighting up or stepping in the direction that I know is going to lead me to that, that stone. Um, and Sayulita always just reminds me to really flow with life and to to understand that though we may have a certain plan like um I think why I'm saying this is because I thought I was going to live here 
because um, I was I'm really been craving on finding a certain a place to land that feels like home because um, other than Sacramento no offense to Sacramento I feel like I always am talking negative there's bagging on Sacramento I know <laughs> but I it's not any people some people are in Sacramento and they love Sacramento because that's their place you know everybody has this place here on this earth if not a couple um but yeah nothing against Sacramento I just for me, I just don't feel as inspired there compared to other places. But I was really trying to force Salulita to be my home base. I think a couple of months ago, I lived here for a couple of months at the end of last year. And I kept forcing it and I kept forcing it. And it just, I got towards the end and I started feeling really claustrophobic here. And I'm like, well, crap. Like I was putting all my eggs in this basket and now I'm like, where do I go? And so I just allowed myself to really release and flow and let go and Life took me so many other places since then. Um, And now I'm back here in Sayulita and I really feel refreshed and revitalized here. And I'm like, well, maybe I could come back here. Maybe it was just timing. So did that make sense or was that a ramble? No, it makes complete sense because we had a lot of lessons that happened um, while we were in Sayulita and um, a lot of positive, positive things. But it was like, then we needed to recover from the energy. That's why I like going to Costa Rica after Sayulita. I feel like this is high high vibe, high energy. And then we go to Costa Rica and it's just like, like mm-hmm. just like that. Like that's how they're just so, so very different, but both really incredible places on earth. And I love, Bailey asked me today, which one do you love the most? And I love them both for different reasons. So... Mm-hmm. We should tell them about our crazy, wild <laughs> airport experiences. We've had a couple. <laughs> we, oh and we've had a couple since. And I don't think that, I mean, I've had, a, a, I could write a book, I feel like, a short book on um, my airport experiences. But we've been having some wild ones. For example, on 2222, we forgot to tell this on the podcast, but it was, very interesting day in the airport um, because we got to the airport in Phoenix and we're going to come to Sacramento and my mom checks in and then I go to check in and they told me I did not have a reservation. Actually, they they didn't say you didn't have a reservation. We just couldn't find it. Well, and then they <laughs> said that there was a reservation that I was actually supposed to be on a flight at 10 a.m. that morning to go to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, and I missed my flight. And I'm like, well, I, I didn't know that I was supposed to be on I don't that even flight. know how. I still don't know how that happened. I'm seriously going, what were we thinking? We must have been, we must have been thinking that you were going to be living in Sayulita. So for all of you who that worries you about us... <laughs> We want you to know that we're probably have um, are booking so many different flights here and there. And the strange, wildest thing about it was how, how it turned out. Like we had an angel at Delta. Delta, if any Delta agents are listening to this, we love you. Because we had the angel, the angel agent behind the counter who she said, we were standing there looking at each other like just shocked. Like, what are we going to do? Are we going to have to get a air um, a hotel tonight? Um, Bailey was looking at me because the last time this happened, she ended up in Vegas. But it didn't happen because we 
we didn't book it. It happened because of flight changes. Um, so anyhow, so we're with Delta and we're standing there and she starts dinking around on the, the, um, computer and Bailey and I are just like, we're shocked. We're staring at each other. Like, what are we going to do? And then I was thinking hotel. Bailey was like, is mom going to go without me? I was like, <laughs> do I have my passport? Should I go to Mexico? <laughs> all these thoughts all at once. And then the angel behind the counter, she said, wait a minute. And we both went, hark, what is happening? What is the angel going to say? And she said, she was, I think I can fix this. And we're like, who is this lady who thinks she can fix this major faux pas where my daughter was supposed to be on a flight to Puerto Varta and I'm flying home to Sacramento and we're both tired because we just had gotten done with a fabulous magical Sedona retreat and she says I think that I can move your flight to earlier at 4 p.m. instead of 5 5:55 and I think I can have you on the same flight and I think I can give you your points back because you are a rewards member. And I was I was just like, what? You mean there was no consequences? And then <laughs> we were with Carrie because Carrie was helping to um, assist us at the Sedona retreat. And so we were all three on, back on a flight to Sacramento together. And she went ahead of us in security because she went to go get food. And then she... We told her we're not going to be on the same flight. We had to switch flights, but um, we'll see her. She's actually coming to help us here in Mexico at the second retreat. So we'll, we te- we're texting her and we'll see you in Mexico. And then we land in Sacramento and her, her flight was supposed to, mind you, her the original flight was supposed to um, get in sooner than us. We got in sooner than Carrie on a flight that we randomly got booked. So strange. And like a time warp. Yeah, and she we look, we're at baggage claim and we look up and she's like ten minutes behind us, and this was on two 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 two. And there's more to this plot twist. Um, Kat from Crystal Rising had given us her crystals to bring back to Sacramento, and um, we were Bailey and I were going to go and meet with her to talk about some workshops and things that we're doing together, and so we were going to go bring them to her. So Carrie had them. Carrie had. The And she was actually cradling one like a baby on the plane because she couldn't fit it in her suitcase. So we end up meeting up with her and she's able because she lives all the way in Chico and we live in Sacramento. If you don't know, what is it, Bailey, like two hours, two hour drive. So she gave us the baby crystal wrapped in the sheepskin and the other crystal that she had in her suitcase. And it all worked out. All worked out. It's wild that and it we all told, worked out. We looked at each other when this all happened, and we were like, "This is gonna work out. Like this is gonna be okay." And I've, honestly, whenever things go amiss like this, it always works out. So amazing. And I think it's because we always set that intention. We're we're run around saying, "I go Bailey." There's like there'll be mayhem happening, and I'll look at Bailey and I go, "What do we know to be true?" And Bailey says. It always works out. No, you don't say it like that. You go, it always works out. I know. <laughs> I do say it like that. So it's just, it's just amazing to see um, that the angels are conspiring with us because I, I think that the light that is being shared, not just by us, but when all the ladies come together, 
we were talking about this at the last retreat. It's pretty incredible. It's like when they leave the retreat, they bring a piece of the light back to their hometown, their family, their workplace. And it's like a, a pebble in a lake and it just ripples out. And I, I really think that that's one of, one of the many reasons that we're so supported by our angels. I really believe that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, whenever you put voice me in any way, whenever you're putting good out into the world, I, I do, I know that it comes back tenfold just because I've witnessed it so many mm-hmm. times. And even in small ways, you could put good. I, if I'm passing a piece of trash on the ground, you best believe if I have pockets, I'm picking it up. You know, mm-hmm. like little things like that, that mm-hmm. even if nobody's looking, um, do the good deed just because, not because you want it to come back tenfold, but because it makes you feel good doing it. Mm-hmm. It le- it brightens your light up just as much and the universe mm-hmm. sees that. Mm-hmm. That's so. such a great point. So we want to share another way for all of you who um, who are maybe, you know, feeling the heaviness of where you're at on a way that we really lean in when we're at home or wherever we're at uh, with with staying connected to our higher power, creating sacred space. And we want to teach you how to do your own altars. And so it's really important to have a place that you can go to and sit down and just ground your energy. It feels uh, you have all your favorite things around you. You want to have your four different elements and Bailey's going to share her favorite list of her her elements but just to explain the altar a little bit we we like to have our miracle morning at our altar that's the beginning spot where it starts and it's a place where you immediately drop in because you go oh this is this is my sacred space especially if you're crazy busy running around out in the world or you don't have any place in the house that's yours we even have a couple of our of our friends slash clients slash retreat participants who have um portable altars so bailey do you want to talk about what you have on your altars and what are the four elements um well what i have on my on my altar uh is pretty it's pretty simple, honestly, just because I feel like I am in this stage of my life where I am being nomadic um, and moving about. So I use Palo Santo. And the thing is, Palo Santo is like sage. You light it, um, and it is a clearing sage, basically. For It brings in positive energy. And But the thing is with it, with me, is when I first started meditating – I really loved the scent, so I didn't even realize I was doing this, but I would light it every single time, even though I wasn't the best. And there's no wrong way of meditating, but I just didn't, I it, did, it didn't impact me as much as it does now then. But when I started meditating, I would always light it. And your brain does this thing where if it, if you get consistent with a certain smell or maybe you're chewing a certain gum, like say if you're studying for a test, whenever you're studying, chew mint gum and then um, when you take the test, chew mint gum again, and it studies show that it will, it will trigger certain parts in your brain that will bring you back to that studying time, and you'll have more of a, uh, you'll basically be able to reach more of the information more easily. Um, it won't be as strained. It, it it's it's just a way of tricking yourself in a way. So, 
I do that with my Palo Santo with my meditation. And now anytime that I light my Palo Santo, it helps me to immediately drop into my meditation because my brain goes, ah, okay, I know what we're doing now. And it calms down my nervous system. And it's weird. I almost feel like it opens up my crown chakra, which your crown chakra, um, when they say that it's clear and unblocked, you're you're able to be a clear channel and you're able to get more downloads or messages or, um, yeah, you're able to tap in easier. So I feel like Palo Santo has done this weird thing with my crown chakra to where it grounds me in. So Palo Santo. And what, what category on the elements would Palo Santo be? Because there's four elements. Yeah. So Palo Santo could be under the fire um, element. So there's four elements. There's earth, air, fire, and water. It could be under the fire because you do light the Palo Santo along with candles could be under fire. Um, but it could also be under earth. So anything from the earth, um, it re- earth represents the sacred feminine. So it could be um, a flower. I told somebody before, why don't you, why don't, in a, in, in a way to honor your altar, Um, why don't you buy a brand new bouquet of flowers for every single week whenever you go to the grocery store? Or you could put crystals um, as a representation of earth, uh, rocks. So yeah, that's one thing that I always have in um, my altar. Super light, super easy to pack, super small. It's my favorite thing. Um, Also, I love to have a cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Kind of gotten off the coffee train. I love tea now. Mm-hmm. Tea's so sacred. So cup of tea, which represents water. Um, actually, I have a – oh, yeah, there it is. So, yeah, water. Um, you could put tea, coffee, kombucha. You could also do shells or essential oils. And then what else? I'll have angel cards, which angel cards aren't part of the four elements, but I love to pull angel cards. I love them too. We have our – we brought – I think I brought eight decks – to this retreat i believe it our deck collection has grown for the retreats i feel like we can't leave any behind i know i have another airport story so i got to puerto vallarta and they were questioning what was inside my my carry-on bag so i got pulled over and it was with the mexican police and they opened it up and she looks at my cards and she goes ks esto and I said, they're my cards. They're for my work. And she just looked at me and they started laughing. They actually started laughing because said, my, my carry-on is probably has 10 decks in there. I mean, it's just wild. They're like, this lady does not mean any danger. <laughs> She's not. She might throw a deck of cards at us. Yeah. <laughs> Light some Palo Santo and sage people. I with them and they really thought that was funny. Oh. So, so anyhow, but yeah, the decks aren't part of the part of the four elements, but they're necessary. I love them. Yeah, and also we share this in our online group. But if you are considering getting a deck, just go to um, you can find them online or any local crystal shop, and just go to one that is that you're drawn to. The first one that you're drawn to, where you like the imagery, um, where you like the colors, and build a relationship with it. So pull from that deck every single day, shuffle it, get your energy all over it, and then, yeah, I get the most spot on messages almost every single. I would say every single time actually now with my cards, and I only pull when I'm feeling called to pull. I don't always pull, but. Mm-hmm. I know it's amazing how your decks, when you have just like any other relationship, if you spend time 
with your deck, your angels and God and the universe and your higher self says, oh, I can connect to her easier because she's using this as a tool. And when you're meditating, it's just, it's a conduit for messages. Totally. I love it. It's just another It's like avenue. them sending you a text. Yeah. Or a phone call. So, yeah, pick up some angel cards. Try it. Why not? So we I'll normally have those three things. And then I like to put something soft and cushy underneath me. Um, so some blanket or a, a tapestry. So Palo Santo tea, angel cards, and then something comfy to go underneath me. So I keep it pretty simple. But more ideas for you guys if you do um, for the air element. So we had water which was tea, shells, essential oils. We had earth, which you could do flowers, crystals, wood, rocks, so sage, palo santo. Then we had fire. You could do candles. You could also do palo santo, matches, and air. You can do incense, feathers, images of birds. Um, And another thing to add in is I talked about this in the last one. We talked about it for manifestation is you could totally bring in what you're wanting to manifest into your altar, into your sacred place, this place of intention, this place where you get to basically become. Um, Bring that into your altar and light your candle and come back to your intention of what you're really wanting to bring in and then say this or something better. So yeah, and also I want to add your, your altar is a place that I can, you can consistently meet your higher self and so I think that that's probably been the most impactful thing for me is I've continuously met my higher self and really have gotten to know her and I've noticed that it's been easier and easier for me to show up as her in actual life because I'm constantly I'm constantly facing her at my altar you know I love that I love all of those those are those are really just beautiful ideas. And if you're if you're in a solid spot and you've done a vision board, that's another a lot of a lot of people will light their candle and have their vision board right there in front of them, in front of the altar or on the wall in front of them because it's vision boards I know that a lot of people did them and then they then they put them away and they put them in the closet or they forget that they have them. But you really want to have that in front of you because it does it lights your path and it gives it gives your the universe and the angels and God a roadmap mm-hmm. to what you what you want. And I love what you said about this or something better because you you're we use such a small part of part of our souls, part of our brains, part of um, what we expect. And the universe is so unlimited. So you're going, oh, you only want, so you just want this. But what if they had something so much better planned for you? So just always leave that door open so that they can come in and do their work. That's where free will is um, is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think that another thing an altar does a really beautiful job of doing. I know this for me. And you could say if, it's the same for you is that it just reminds me of it doesn't remind me it it almost gives me this deep sense of knowing that I have nothing I need to worry about and that I just need to trust and I just need to flow and I just need to be able to be flexible and go with sometimes the harder days and not let that discourage me 
but more just trust in the grand scheme of things because it's, I'm telling you, you guys, the more consistent you get with showing up to your altar, the more this deep sense of just peace and contentment will wash over you throughout your everyday life. So, so true. With all the changes that that I've been making over the last few years, leaning in and trusting my higher self, trusting my voice Mm -hmm. and not being pulled by what you know, because I was, I was mainly doing just fitness and for a very long time. And when I made a shift that makes people uncomfortable. So if any of you are making a big change in your life and other people around you are going, wait a minute, this, this wasn't what I signed up for. This isn't what you always did. Even if it's better ultimately for them, change makes people uncomfortable. So that the altar can really help you hone in on being true to yourself and having your voice and standing firm in it. It's just a, it's like you're getting, like you're putting on your powerful um, avatar of your higher self and she's walking with you. So you know that you're not alone. You have that conduit of strength and faith and power. It's really just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I just love that. I do. I, I almost look forward I don't almost, I do look forward to my altar. And especially if I'm feeling a little bit unstable, like it's a way of grounding me into the area I'm at. Like I'm excited to go and do my my meditation tomorrow because I know that it's just going to set me up for a day here of just not feeling like I landed and I'm all over, but really giving me a moment just to sit and be and sink into the space and ground into me. So all you empaths out there, this is another great tool is create your altar and show up to your altar. And then we'll add next time, not the next time we have a really great um, interview with somebody that we are really inspired by. So we will save that for next week. But we do want to teach Miracle Mornings on here because they're so powerful and they will be it will you'll see how it will be wrapped up in your altar as well because that that's where you'll do your miracle morning. What do you have in your altar? Do you, or is it like the I same? have I I just added the crystal grid that I got from um Cat. Yeah, you and, you re- really resonate with crystals. Uh I didn't even know that and that's like really become a thing. I have this one that I got from Cat that's a powerful quartz crystal but it's so it's a bunch of them at the bottom and then right out of the middle of it it's this jetting out and it's super clear and um crystal it's a crystal quartz and I just really just loved it and so um and then I picked up a couple of pieces of copper um and so I have a crystal grid called the flower of life that is on it now it's online and then I have um some things from I have something that Levi made on my altar um, in that corner. I love the fact that I got to be a mom and that I am a mom and I love my kids. So having that on there and then above it, I have my vision board, which I really want to make a smaller one that's a little more honed in because things have shifted and changed since I did that a while ago. And then also I do love incense and I do love a candle. And um, I haven't done this because I because things are shifting and changing again. But I'm not going to say anything here yet until we're firm on it. But um, if I was going to be in one place for a long time, I probably would get a water feature. 
like those little, you can plug them in there, these little feng shui waterfalls um, as my water feature. But I really like having the tea right now. Mm, you know what I was also thinking was when you said that is, would, it's not a humidifier. Um, oh, the, um, for your essential oils. I love those. I love therapy. Yeah. One of my friends, she has one and it's, it glows this beautiful orange at night and I always like sleeping over at her place because her room feels like a little yoga studio. And we did that at the Recharge the Soul Soul Day Camp. We had um, essential oils all throughout the room. I so that was I missed that. Yeah, that was that was Liz, our our oh, one of our no wonder. <laughs> yeah, she's like our high detail um, person on our team, and so that was really nice to have the essential oils, and that would be either water or air. So you have, which is so nice. Tons and of I, ideas. And I have fallen in love with um, essential oils. I have fallen in love with them. We have one. I called, love essential oils. It's so surprising. All the Peppermint things. Peppermint changed my life. Peppermint. If you put it on your temples, don't put it too close to your oh, eyes. I did bring some too. I'm so glad. I Look at, I brought some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I see. I saw that once you said essential oils. Um, but the peppermint. Don't put it too close to your eyes and don't put it near your nose. But put it on your temples if you're just wanting to wake up a little bit or maybe behind your ears. And oh. It, it'll wake you right up. We're going to do that tomorrow. Yeah. And then last thing I just want to say, because I didn't add this in, the reason why you're having the four elements is because it it really brings in the support of the universe and Mother Nature. So just wanted to add that oh, little thing Oh, I in. love that. Because yeah. we connect... Uh, father sky and mother nature so it's father sky and i always see that in the in a figure eight i always see that in a figure eight where it's scooping up the sky in a big arch round circle coming down and you're the center of the eight and then it scoops down into the mother earth and that's the bottom Ah, of the eight and then comes back to you and you're the center of the eight i didn't know that that the actual physical person was I the never, center. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, you are the conduit. So mm-hmm. I hope that gives you guys some wonderful ideas for your altar. And there's just so many amazing places to go. We love we love Kat from Crystal Rising. If you want to get some online, yeah, she sells altar kits. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, she does sell altar kits, mm-hmm. and she's amazing. Actually, and she'll be selling them at our our April third day event. I know that too. So thank you guys. I hope that you all really got maybe some ideas or maybe this is your first time even considering an altar. And so make it make it something that resonates with you that mm-hmm. you want to show up to. So if you got ideas for something that maybe I didn't mention, but you want to add in, go for it. There's no wrong way of doing it. No, that's just things that make you feel good. Things that raise your vibration. When you look at it, you just go... I love that. It could be a picture of people you love or an animal. or Yeah. No, I, I have that actually on this list. I didn't mention it, but you could add in pictures or articles, objects that, that you love or that spark your joy or maybe past. I do have a dinosaur. Huh. I have a, I have a, a dinosaur that I found in Costa Rica in the grass, and I have it on my altar because I have it there because it reminds me to be playful and childlike. Oh, I like that. Because I take things so seriously. Did you name him? No, but that's a really great idea. And are you sure it's a he? I feel like it's a he. What color is he? He's green. He's probably a and he. And his yellow None. feet. Oh. Yeah, so next, maybe um, plot twist. Next time, maybe it will 
give the dinosaur a name. Was it so typical that I instantly thought of Rex? (laughs) (laughs) It's not a Rex. (laughs) Seriously, it's not a Rex. We'll talk about that later. Okay, so anyhow, we are sending you all the love and amazing... Um, just amazing high vibes for your week and and we hope that this helps you guide your guide your life and on your journey make it a little bit easier Mm -hmm. and we will talk to you next tuesday next tuesday we like we said earlier we have a fun little interview coming for you so we'll see you then bye